who are you? Who are you at work? Who are you at home? Who are you at church? Who are you when your family and your business and everyone interacts with you? Are you the same person? You need to be, and it's hard to do. I get that. We're going to talk to someone who I think is on the right track. He handles purpose, and he handles it under pressure as him. Brett Ruiz, next. And the heat is on. That means pressure. Let's get cooking. This is Purpose Under Pressure brought to you by the Ruby Group Sandler Sales Training, serving sales professionals nationwide from their Akron and Columbus, Ohio locations. They, and I mean it, they are one of the highest performing Sandler sales training affiliates in the nation. What does that mean to you? It means that they get things done right. And if you hire them, you're going to get some benefits out of that. So that's huge. They will make a difference for you and your team. You can check them out online at the rubygroup.sandler.com. My guest today on the podcast, my friend, Brett Ruiz, is the owner of Medina Exteriors and Simply Distinct Kitchens and Bath. That's home interior and exterior remodeling expert in Medina, Ohio. He's also an author. The book is Blue Collar Entrepreneur, Nine Principles for Building a Business that Works for You. Most importantly, husband, father, and he's a podcaster too, and that's pretty cool. Maybe we'll talk about that. He has a show called The Tell Your Friends podcast. Brett Ruiz, welcome to Purpose Under Man, Pressure. I am so humbled and pumped. Like I, I, I couldn't sleep last night. I had everything set up. I was ready <laughs> to be on pressure. I am sorry to lose sleep for you. I, I, I did not mean for that to happen. You look like you got a couple bags under the eyes. I apologize for that. No, no need to apologize. I'm just uh, honored and humbled to be here, Brian. Uh, it's it, it's been a great journey that uh, both of us have been on, and. Uh, and I, I think there's a lot that we can share together that can can help your audience and, and helps me. So I appreciate it. I think so, too. I, and that's why I'm so excited to have you on the show, because I know you're a man of purpose. When I began the show, I wanted it to be about people who just believed in something so strongly that they were going to build it but then be able to also weather the storms that come because it's not as easy as just building it and writing it off into the sunset. And uh, I know what uh, you're made of. I know your core values. I understand that that is also part of your business. And I want to share that with folks. And so, Brett, let's start. Let's just dive right in. Let's talk about purpose. Why are you doing what you're doing? What makes you tick? Great question. What makes me tick? Huh, don't ask my wife that question. <laughs> <laughs> You may not, you might not I get them talk. Notice right? that I didn't. We may not get what, well, we may get the real truth, but, um, so <laughs> what, what really makes me tick and drives me is, uh, just making sure that Brett's the best that he can be. And what I mean by that is hmm. that in order to serve not only God, but, you know, my family, uh, our, uh, team members, uh, just, just society in general is I have to be the best that I can be. And that, you know, is being in scripture. That's making sure I'm mentally prepared, spiritually prepared. And also I would say, uh, you know, physically too, you know, making sure that, you know, when I'm, I'm 80, 90 years old, I can pick up my great grandkids. I can do those things. So that what, that's what really drives me now. And of course, you know, on the business side is improving lives by improving homes. But all that I think, you know, stems from just being prepared and being the best of who I am and whose I am and, and God. So that, that really drives me. And that's, you know, is my why. How do you know? It's a, it's a fair question. How do you know when you're at your best? You can always do more, right? Do you want to do more? Can you do more? Is it make it worth it to do more? 
but how do you know when you're at your best? I would say that how I know I'm at my best is when I'm able to see prosperity in all areas of my life and not just in one. I have a tendency. The yeah, it's, it, it's, it's all the things work, you know, family, you know, church, you know, the business, all that's, I'm not a hundred percent in one. And I think we talked a little bit before we came on the podcast of just even being like, you know, when we were younger, we had kids, you know, and, and a lot of the stuff we don't really remember because we're so busy in our minds or, you know, there's so much we're doing. And as we get older and congratulations, you're having a, uh, a grandchild coming mm-hmm. up here. So you're, it, and I have seven of them. So it's, you can spend that time, but it's intentional. And that's when I, I see that when I'm intentional and there in each one of those areas, obviously God's the center, but then I know that I'm, a, you know, that I'm, I'm doing the best that I can. Mm-hmm. And do you pay attention to those things? Because I know how hard you work at these things. Do you pay attention to what got you there so that you can then do it again? Yeah, uh, I think that paying attention to, yeah, that's a good question. Paying attention to what got me there. It's always an evolution. It's always a process. And I, I think that it's building upon it, but there's always a solid foundation that I've been able to stay grounded in. And if I'm able to do that, then the other things seem to follow, if that makes sense. I'm not sure if I answered that or it, if you had any thoughts on that. It does. And and so you stay, you kind of stay in your lane, right? Take control of the things you can control, do the things, but you notice where it makes a difference. And I'm wondering how... Let's, let's talk because I know how important your business is and I know how important your family is and I know how important God is to you. How do you, how do you rank that? Does, does, do you pour everything into the business so that the family can grow and you can serve God? Do you pour everything into the family so that you can make sure there's enough for the business? How do you keep the balance in your life straight so that you can be the best that you can be? So a couple of things, uh, what I've learned is, uh, personally for me, uh, balance always seemed to be like a scale in my head that I was taking one thing from another. So I've learned to call it like a rhythm. You know, am I having a right rhythm through those three things, God, family, and work? And what I learned was that um, our, our pastor at church one time uh, in a life group we were doing said that it's kind of like the universe where you had for the longest time everyone tried to put the earth in the middle, you know, all these philosophers and, and, and nothing worked, you know, no, nothing aligned and nothing went around the circle. It was, it was just chaos. But then someone finally figured out that everything revolves around the sun. And then all of a sudden all the orbits and all the planets aligned and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that analogy was that if God is always at the center, cause you asked like, where do you pour everything into? Well, if God's in the center yeah. of everything, what, when I'm, with my family, when I'm at work, when I'm on a podcast, you know, whatever I'm doing, if God's at the center, that's my stake in the ground. That's how I'm grounded. And that allows me to be the best that I can be in all those areas. And it starts with God being in the middle. Tremendous. And that brings us to when those pressures rise, when, you know, you've got your, you're standing firm on rock and yet the wind blows and the storms come and the troubles come. And that's when the pressure hits. How do you, what kind of pressures have you been under? What, uh, uh, when it comes to pressure, what do you think about? And, and let's kind of go there. Yeah. And I, and I think that, uh, for sure it, it's not, if it's when, <laughs> as you're, as you're finding out oh, and yeah. experiencing, you know, as a young, well, I, I should yep. say young in 
maturity of your company, a new, a new entrepreneur. entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. See a lot of that. <laughs> and uh, so, um, for me, that starts to come. That pressure will come when I start to get outside of my structure, not living in my ninety-day worlds, not living in yearly buckets, and not planning for those things. Mm-hmm you know, on a yearly and then quarterly basis. And then it allows me to, because I had a hard time in learning to say no. You know, I I had that FOMO, you know, fear of missing out that if I don't do stuff, I'm going to miss something. So kind of give you an example of that. You know, I have three buckets on a, a whiteboard. I have, you know, all my 90 days, you know, one quarter one, quarter two, I just did. I'll be doing quarter three at the end of June here. But I always have to look to that and look and see what I'm going to do is, or someone's asked me to do, does that fit in one of my three buckets that I have? And uh, let's go back a second. What's the 90-day bucket? Give me an idea of what what's the concept there. What are you trying to so, accomplish? Um, in a 90-day, in, in um, so I, I have readers so that I can see what I'm doing here, but I'm looking at my board now. So in, in 90 days, I, what I'm trying to do is is figure out what's going to fulfill my one-year goal. So like I, I have okay. bucket one is about the business. Bucket two is about my faith and defending it. And bucket three this year is about my health, you know, and about finding a, a new doctor and all these things. So I'll start out, you know, with those buckets, you know, what am I looking to accomplish for a year? And then I'll dive into, you know, the 90 days, like this quarter I have, you know, I have a software company. We're finalizing the direction of that, you know, and then move on it. Um, is our team fully engaged, you know, on the business side in a mind methodology that we have and then figuring out church life group and then, uh, finding a doctor Mm. and then, you know, be content and stop judging. And, you know, so those are things that are going to fit inside that bucket for these 90 days. And then I'm going to figure out the next 90 days. And then I take, you know, a lot of people I'm sure for you too, you know, and, and I've done it to you is that it's like, Hey, you know, read this book or listen to this podcast, or you need to go do this, you need to do that. And I have to take all that in and then see and measure it against that three buckets for the year and in my 90 day world. Because mm. if I don't, and I, you know, in the past, I just read the book. And what happens is it just psychologically, I read the book, get it done, but then I beat myself up because I can't implement anything in the book, you know, even, even if I loved it. Yeah. So I've learned to only yeah. take and, and do what I, and, and stay the path and stay the course of what's in there. And it, and I have it on a board that I, you know, I, I have to continually just look at it and read it every day. What happens with the bucket? Where's the bucket for the today's crisis? So you wake up, you swing your feet out of bed in the morning and all of a sudden, you know, the tax man called or the, you know, your biggest customer canceled or the equipment didn't show up on time or broke or there was, you know, something went wrong. Uh, you didn't have a bucket for that. How do you fit that in and still make and handle that pressure um, outside of what you were planning to do, you know, on this day? So first of all, you know, God's in control. I know that, you know, that's my grounding. And that's part of your bucket. So that's part of my bucket. Mm -hmm. And then also that I know those things are going to happen, you know, and are they going to, so I, I, I can cause, that to derail me, I could get upset about it, mm-hmm. or I can cause it to allow me to look at it and figure out, okay, what was it that we did, you know, that we could have controlled that 
allowed this to happen? You know, so just evaluate it, evaluate it with our team because we've had that, you know, customer cancel or you get up and, you know, something happens and you just weren't expecting it. And I think that's one of the things in my, you know, my 90 days is making sure that we're on the same mind methodology, that we're all pushing towards the most important number in our company, because now you have, you know, in the company, we're grounded. We're grounded pushing towards that. So someone canceling, okay, let's dig into it. Let's figure out what do we do? What can we do better? How can we improve ourselves? Or if something else happens or even positive stuff, is that going to push that number up, that most important number? So that seems to be. Do you share that with your team? Does your team, are they as calm as you are in the face of storms? Do they look to you or or, or how does that work as far as the the whole company of Medina Exteriors is simply distinct. That's where leadership comes in. And uh, as a leader of the company, you know, first of all, I have to show those core values and live those. You know, I can't sit here on, you know, your podcast and say all those things and then go, you know, get a phone call in an hour from now and just breathe, yeah, berate, freak out, you know. So first of all, I live them. Mm-hmm. And then also as leadership, um, we're always looking at and uh, change what is working for me as a leader. So that's my visionary. That's what I'm doing. And then my team is, you know, they're focused on that. Now now it's grounded them. Before they would get just as, you know, oh, what happened? I can't believe this, you know, and they would get emotional about it. But it's kind of taken the emotion out of it where we're pushing towards that most important number for our team. So we all know everything we do below that needs to push towards that. So I think that's really helped them to ground them and to emotionally take that out and then just calmly, you know, not that they're upset, not upset about it or emotionally, you know, they, but to calmly be able to assess it now because they have a, a barometer and it kind of goes back to the thermostat and, and um, uh, thermometer, you know, where on the outside, if you let everything bother you, you're going to be like a like a thermometer, it's going to go up and down. But a thermostat, if you set at mm-hmm. 72 degrees, that's your baseline. And that seems what, you know, this, this methodology is done for us is it, it's 72 degrees. Okay. So how do we get it, it turned to 70? How do we get it back to 72? So that, that kind of helps us to stay grounded within the business. What kind of things happened to you and to your company and maybe even to your family uh, in the past that set you on this path? Because I'm sure that you had to figure out that you needed these things to stay strong. What kind of pressures started to knock you off um, or still could that you've been able to accomplish, uh, overcome through this process? So the, the, the biggest um, obstacle or pressure is just me. Bottom line, you know, uh, it's that if I don't lead right, if I'm not grounded, and if I'm not letting our team perform the way that they should perform, then that's when a lot of pressure comes because up at the top, it's all falling apart and it just trickles down through it. And then everybody starts to, starts to, uh, do things. And I mean, everybody, as we went through, you know, COVID, as you learn, you know, even all, all the years that, you know, it, it's just a process. And, and it's like I said, it's an evolution and it just seems that everything that we, um, walk through, it just happens to um, grow us. And, and if you're being a good student and if you're watching those things, then it's going to mature in a way that gets us to where we are today. And then also being that good student that we have to continually learn. We have to continually give back. We have to continually build each other up. I mean, I'm 57 years old. 
it, it's about the next generation. It's about our team. It's about my grandkids. It's about my kids. You know, it's not about Brett. So I think that's made a big difference in, in my mindset change. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would say that. See, on the rule, only decision makers can get other people to make decisions. Each and every day, we have a decision to make. Also, when we're with buyers in our sales process, we have a decision to make how we're going to lead that interaction. And if I'm somebody that can make daily commitments and keep those daily commitments, then when I'm with buyers, I expect them to make commitments and keep those commitments to me throughout that sales process. So first and foremost, I have to have a decided heart in order to lead other people to make the decisions that I'm expecting them to make. Your business, Brett, Medina Exteriors and now Simply Distinct, has been around for how, how long have, have you been in business? Since 1991, so 32 years, the 33rd season. Yeah. What do you say, there's a lot of lessons learned there and, and well done. Businesses don't last Thank that you. long. You know, small family businesses, I mean, tremendous, kudos. What do you say to the young entrepreneur, the person that's out there, you know, a truck and a tractor and, and, a, and a ladder and trying to figure out how to do the next thing they're trying to do and build their business and build their family? What do you say to them when, the, when they don't have these buckets in place and they're trying to get rolling? You've got the experience. How can you help them? Is it in the book? Is it, is it something they can learn there is is that <laughs> read the book blue collar entrepreneur how what what do you tell a new entrepreneur from your wisdom and guidance that they just can't quite feel yet because they just haven't been there yet yeah that's a great question and it, and and it's and it's real uh, i have a 20 year old uh, nephew yeah. that is struggling with this right now you know getting the pressure to go you know talk about pressure you know under purpose was is going mm -hmm. you know what's the purpose under the pressure he's getting pressured to go to college you know everyone's telling him you got to go to college you got to get a degree you know his 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 dad is you know aunts uncles everybody you know and it's it, he's just not a college guy you know he, and he did it he played sports and he was in college you know and he's in high school and the only reason that he did good in school is because the reward was sports but when he wasn't going to play sports out of college or high school, then it, it, it became, I don't like school, <laughs> you know, but that's yeah. where I think that there's so much out there that, you know, whether your spiritual life, you know, your entrepreneurial life, your family life, there's so much out there that comes at you through the internet, through pot, you know, who, how do you filter this? Who do you listen to? Who do you trust? And I think that finding the, as a young entrepreneur, someone did it for me. I didn't have all the information that, you know, that, that, that this generation has uh, access to, but it, it, someone came alongside of me and put their arm around me and empathy for me and, and just taught me. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, someone else came along. And then once I was in the second phase, I was able to help someone that was where I was when I started. And it was just a reciprocal cycle that we, that, that I've seen. And God always seems to put the next person into my life. And then from there, I'm able to help the person. I don't want to say below me, but the person that's struggling maybe in something that I was that I've been able to do. So as a young entrepreneur, I, I would say, you know, first of all, know you're going to fail. And it's a matter of if you're going to fail, fail often and fail forward. Then Google, uh, that was one of their core values is if you're going to fail, fail often and fail, fa fail fast and fail forward. So I would just say that and mm -hmm. just find a, a mentor 
You know, don't look at someone that how much money they're making or what they're doing. Look at them for what their core is, what they believe in, and see if that aligns with what your beliefs are. And then, and then let that person mentor you. And then once you get mentored, start mentoring someone else. And it's almost like the, you know, the teacher becomes a student, the student becomes a teacher because whenever I teach or whenever I mentor, I become better. It actually rewards mm-hmm. me probably more than them because now, you know, I have to live those, those practices or those principles out. Which brings you full circle because what you said in the very beginning was that your purpose in life and what you're trying to do is just be the best Brett you can possibly be. And so by teaching and helping others, you're able to do that. And so I love the advice you're giving and let's change gears just a little bit about anticipating problems and just knowing they're coming and being ready to solve them and trusting and, and, and being very trusting to, to accomplish that. I want to talk about your podcast. You've got a podcast that actually uh, promises your customers that you're going to show the whole course of working on their house and the ups and the downs and the goods and the bads. And you're going to share it in a podcast with them afterwards um, and with everybody, with the world. And, and that's, that's got to take a little bit of guts because sometimes the screws don't go in straight, right? <laughs> tell me a little bit about the uh, Simply Distinct uh, Tell Your Friends podcast. Yeah, that's, um, that's one thing that having built what we've built as a team, talk about pressure. That's a lot of pressure. I mean, or, or could be, you know, it could be a huge, huge could weight be. on your shoulders. So what we've seen it do for us and what our mindset has always been, obviously our passion is improving lives by improving homes. We have our most important number, what we're driving for and our, our clients, you know, we want satisfaction for our clients within the industry we are in, in, in the construction industry. So the, the pressure actually did not, it, it, the pressure created a positive. Because what it did was, obviously, we went to our team and we said, hey, this is, you know, for the last couple of years, I've been, it's been in my head, you know, I'm the visionary, this is what I would like to do. You came along, you know, same thing, boom, we're like, all right, we're going to do this. So we brought it to the team and they were part of it because obviously me as the owner, if I sit there and tell them, hey, we're going to do this, that could cause a lot of issues, you know, and maybe insecurities or we're not going to be able to perform, my job's at risk if we don't. So we had to go to the team and Mm. say, hey, here's what we're looking to do. Can we fulfill this guarantee slash promise that we're going to make, that we're going to do a podcast, allow our client to come on and allow them, whether it's good, bad or beautiful, to tell their story. And the team actually, it created a positive because they were like, well, yeah, we, we already do that. We know we're going to make mistakes. How do we fix it actually made them better because they're striving to improve lives by improving homes and they know that there's going to be issues. It's how we handle it, how we communicate and how we show the world how we improve lives by improving homes. So that's really what the Tell Your Friends podcast really has has brought to our team was I don't know if accountability is the right word, but just just brought a, a, a just a. Um, camaraderie around something and just rallying the troops, you know, to, to just push forward to make sure that, you know, our clients are satisfied. You know, they're spending a lot of money. They need to be, you know, we don't want to be like everybody else. We know all the horror stories in the construction industry. Yeah. Let's, let's hit it head yeah. on. 
it's a little light pack in your own shoe, doesn't it? If you're going to jump out of an airplane, you, you, you trust yourself, you trust you know what you're doing, you trust the, the end result, and, and, uh, and you make the commitment. And so you've made the commitment to your customers that said, look, we're going we're gonna to show this whole thing all the way through. If it works, great. If it doesn't, great. We're going to show you what we did to fix it, and we're going to let it out. And, and there's never a time, the way I understand it, there's never a time that if things go really badly, which I know it doesn't happen, you don't allow it to happen, but that story's going to yes. get told too. And I, I just think that's how you stand up. You know you're on purpose. The pressures come. You're standing up. Quick question. How do you know that you are succeeding at improving lives by improving homes? You know you've improved the home. You can see the before and the after, the good, the bad, the beautiful. How do you know you've improved your lives? I know how important that is to you. How do you know that you've accomplished that goal? Simple. I'll ask you. Are you going to tell your friends? Mm-hmm. If they tell mm-hmm. their friends mm-hmm. or that they say, yes, we would refer you to tell, tell friends, then we've improved their lives by improving their homes. Of course, there's, you know, obviously yeah. the, the functionality. I, obviously, they're going to love the functionality, the kitchen. We solve their issues or problems. We talk about that stuff on the podcast. But the bottom line is, is if they tell their yeah. friends and they're going to refer us, then, you know, we've improved their lives by improving their homes. It's an amazing concept, and, it, and it's, and it's an, a refreshing uh, way to do business in this in this uh, new day and age where there's a lot of people doing a lot of things, trying to earn a lot of business, and you've really focused on doing things the right way, and you do your family that way, and you treat uh, your life that way, too, and uh, well Thank done. You. Well, well I, done, I will say, uh, Brian, that it's been a collaboration of, of people in my life that uh, I've allowed in my life with other unique abilities and what I have. And uh, just an example of that is you, you know, I, I could, if I wanted to sit, I'm smart enough to sit down. And even though I was a roofer, when I started out, I'm still fairly smart where I could sit down. I could learn how to pop into this, you know, studio or, you know, edit stuff and do all that. That's not my unique yeah. ability. And I, I like to team up and collaborate with people, uh, not only on our business, but family, people like yourself that were able to collaborate and have unique abilities that are different to create this huge, beautiful, unique community that can has a has an opportunity to change the world. So kudos to you too. Um, we, we've really journeyed this past year and uh, I'm just so um, so humbled and blessed to to get to know you uh, even deeper than I knew you before. so thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. That that uh, that means everything to me. And, and uh, folks, this is the this is the real guy. This is who you're talking to when you call uh, uh, Medina Exteriors for exterior work or uh, simply distinct kitchen and baths for your interior work. This is who you're getting. This is uh, this is the real deal. And I encourage you to do so. Also, if you are not young entrepreneur or you would just like to talk to a mentor or or anything that you've heard today that Brett's talked about, I bet you he wouldn't mind if you reached out. Brett, how would they reach out to you if they wanted to call? Uh, they wanted to reach out. Uh, as far as the business, obviously, uh, at MedinaExteriors.com or at our phone numbers, 330-725-2235. And then personally, uh, if they wanted someone, you know, was looking at uh, mentorship or had any questions in any way, I can direct them. Uh, either if it's not me or someone else would be uh, my email address is my first name, Brett, B-R-E-T-T, at MedinaExteriors.com. And I'd be more than happy to, to help out any way that I can.
I know you would. I know that that's what comes first for you. And we are, we are happy that you're here to help us do that. That is Brett Ruiz, folks. He's the owner of Medina Exteriors and Simply Distinct Kitchen and Baths. He's also available to uh, learn more about from and his customers as well on the Tell Your Friends podcast. You'll find that wherever you watch your shows on the YouTube channel, Spotify, Apple podcast, all the things. So thank you, Brett Ruiz, uh, for being a part of our show. This is Purpose Under Pressure. It's brought to you by the Ruby Group Sandler Sales Training. Sellers really are under a lot of pressure to perform, and and that causes a pressure and maybe a, a seller who tries to force things or be pushy or whatever it might be. That's just not the way to get it done. Uh, let's do it right. Sandler helps you succeed on purpose. You will find all past episodes of Purpose Under Pressure at brianmediastrategies.com slash podcast and wherever you stream your podcast. We do this every week and we will see you next time on Purpose Under Pressure.